Hello. Good morning. Morning. Uh, my name's Stephen. I'm the youth minister at Bishop Huntington Church. Lovely to see you all here. And we're going to start with an activity. Okay. This activity it involves everyone. You at home and you in the building can all play together. Right. We're, we're going to work out how many times have you heard these different phrases said to you. So if you're at home, you can shout at the screen, the tablet, the phone, whatever you're using. If you're here in the building, show me on your hands. And if it's over 10, then wave them like crazy. Does that make sense? Okay. How many times have you heard someone say to you, tidy your room? <laughs> yeah, nice, nice, hands down. How about, how many times have you heard someone say to you, don't eat the sand? Yep, that's happened a lot to me. <laughs> how many times have you heard someone, as Lizzie tells me normally, how many times have you heard someone say to you, put your phone away? Yes, yes. Um, why do people repeat the same things over and over and over again? Well, it's probably because we humans, we're very forgetful, aren't we? We forget things so easily and also... Well, some things are really important. We need to hear them over and over and over and over and over and over again, like don't eat the sand. Really important. And in these services, we're looking at the book of Acts. And Acts is all about God's mission to get the good news of Jesus to Jerusalem and beyond. And this next bit is so important that it's repeated not once, not twice, but three times in the book of Acts. It takes up 8.6%. Mathematicians, just for you, it's that important. So as Catherine comes to read to us, see if you can hear any similarities from what we read last week in the Bible. Catherine, over to you. So today's true story from the Bible comes from the book of Acts, chapter 11, and we're going to be reading verses 1 to 18. And we've got some pictures to go with it too. It says this. The apostles and the believers in Judea heard that non-Jewish people had accepted God's teaching too. But when Peter came to Jerusalem, some Jewish believers argued with him. And they said, you went to the homes of people who are not Jews and are not circumcised. You even ate with them. So, Peter explained the whole story to them. He said, I was in the city of Joppa. While I was praying, I had a vision. In the vision, I saw something that looked like a big sheet coming down from heaven. It was being lowered down to earth by its four corners. And it came down very close to me. And I looked inside it. I saw animals, wild beasts, reptiles and birds. I heard a voice say to me, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. But I said, no, Lord, I've never eaten anything that's unclean or unholy. But the voice from heaven answered again, God has made these things clean. Don't call them unholy. And this happened 
three times. Then the whole thing was taken back to heaven. Right then, three men came to the house where I was staying. They were sent to me from Caesarea. The Spirit told me to go with them without doubting. These six believers here also went with me. We went to the house of Cornelius. He told us about the angel he saw standing in his house. The angel said to him, send some men to Joppa and invite Simon Peter to come. He will speak to you and the things he will say will save you and your family. When I began my speech, the Holy Spirit came on them, just as he had on us at the beginning. And then I remembered the words of the Lord. He said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. God gave them the same gift he gave to us who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. So, could I stop the word of God? No. When the Jewish believers heard this, they stopped arguing. They praised God and they said, so God is allowing the non-Jewish people also to turn to him and live. Um, That's repeated three times in the Bible. Three times in Acts because God wants us to really know that anyone can be part of his church. Now, hands up if you like pick and mix sweets. Yeah. Now, now, if you're at home, tell someone in your house, shout at the TV screen, laptop, your favourite pick and mix sweet. If you're here in the building, get those little packs and starting with the hairiest person in your household bubble, choose your favourite, wave it in the air and then mask down and munch it. But then close them up again because we'll eat the rest of them in a moment. Let's see what favourite sweets everyone's got out there. Starting with the hairiest person, remember. Very important. <laughs> yeah. Now, everyone's got their... You can eat them now when you've chosen your favourites. Mask down. Mm. And then mask back up. Everyone's got a favourite sweet, don't they? At Pick and Mix. I love walking in and seeing all the different colours, smelling all the different flavours and varieties. Oh. And there are some people at Pick and Mix who I like to call the pick-no-mixers. Because, well, they fill their cup with their favourite. They only ever fill it with one thing. Their favourite, the pick-no-mixers, like a cup full of jazzles. Or, is that what they're called? Or a cup full of fried eggs. The pick-no-mixers. Hands up if that's you. Are you a pick-no-mixer? Oh, we got a few, a few. But sometimes I think we can act a bit like that with people, can't we? We can pick no mix, choose our favourite people to stay with and ignore the others. Like, like, we hang out with people who are like us, who go to Goldstone Primary School because we go to Goldstone Primary School. Or, or our friends are the netball crew because we like netball too. And actually, it's not just a young thing. It, it continues as you get older and older and older. We're friends of those who have nice, shiny new cars because we have a nice, shiny new car. Or, or like, we only talk to those who shop at Waitrose 
Because that's where we shop. We pick no mix of people choosing who's in and who's out. Actually, it's not just a now thing either. This has been going on for, for, for years and years. Like in our true story from the Bible last week. Because back 2,000 years ago in the early church, well, the Jewish Christians, well, they were hanging out with people who were just like them. They, 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 they liked the people who, were, who, who had the same customs, the same traditions, the same beliefs, and they ignored the Gentiles, the non-Jews. They weren't friends, they didn't hang out, they didn't eat with them. And that's why everyone is really angry at Peter in verse 3 of our reading. Have a little look what they say. They say, you went into the house of uncircumcised men, Gentiles, and ate with them? You went to the other team and ate with them? <gasps> News spreads. It's a bit like, can someone from Newman be friends with someone from Blatch? Shock. Oh, so Peter goes to Jerusalem to tell them all that happened. And he tells them the big lesson that he learnt, that anyone can be part of God's church. And as he recounts his amazing tale, true thing that happened, well, you can't help but notice how much God's involved, how much God is doing to make everything work properly. And God's always in charge. We call that God sovereign. He's always in charge, always behind the scenes. But sometimes we see it super clearly, like here in Acts 11, because... This is really important to the mission of getting the good news of Jesus to Jerusalem and beyond. It's a bit like God's playing dominoes. He's lining everything up so it's perfect. Because this is so important. He wants everyone to know that anyone can be part of God's church. And so let's have a look at all the dominoes that that, that, that God lines up. First, in verse 5. The first domino goes up. In verse 5, Peter says, I saw a vision from God. Peter gets a a dream without that sheet and those animals. And that's God's big message of saying, anyone can be part of my church. And then, domino 2. In verse 12, um, some Gentiles, not from Peter's team, knock on his door. And look what he says in verse 12. The Spirit, that's God himself, told me to have no hesitation about going with them. Peter goes because anyone can be part of God's church. Uh, And then, domino number three. Peter talks about what's happened. uh, And, well, we find out that at the same time Peter had a vision, a a Gentile, someone not on Peter's team, uh, Cornelius, had his own uh, meeting with an angel, God's messenger. Because... Anyone can be part of God's church. And then, domino number four. Peter speaks. And he says in verse 15, As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them Gentiles as it had come on us Jews at the beginning. Deja vu. It's Acts chapter 2 all over again. The Spirit comes in the same way. It's God saying, anyone can be part of my church. Do you see how God's lining everything up for the one big message that anyone can be part of God's church? This is probably not going to work. Here we go. Oh, you can do a little drum roll as well if you're in the church. Come on. Wow! Oh! 
。ああ。I don't think that deserves an applause. It wasn't quite that impressive. But, but God's planning, God's dominoes all line up perfectly to show that anyone can be part of God's church. I mean, have a look in the passage at how many things are similar for Jewish Christians and Gentile Christians. Like verse 1, they receive the same word of God. And verse 15, they receive the same spirit in the same way. It's called the same gift. Verse 17, they have the same way to be saved by believing in the same Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And then verse 18, they get the same forever life. Because anyone can be part of God's church. Wow. Back in the pick and mix shop. There are some people at pick and mix who I call the pick and super mixers. Now, pick and super mixers, they fill their cup with every single different sweet imaginable. They put、um, the jelly snakes and the fudge, even the chocolate coated raisins. They put them all in there, the fried eggs, the cola bottles, the bonbons, the strawberries. <gasps> every kind of different sweet imaginable goes in. The pick and super mixers. And God's a bit like a pig and supermixer with his church. He chooses all kinds of different people like you, and you, and you, and you, and you at home, and you're on the rocking chair, and you're on the sofa, and me, all kinds of different people. Anyone can be part of God's church by believing in Jesus. Because did you see in verse 15 how anyone can be part of God's church? By believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. See, Jesus died on the cross to bring different people together and to God. And if you believe in Jesus, well, you too can be part of God's amazing church, but with His amazing spirit and have amazing forever life. Whoa! Anyone can be part of God's church by believing in Jesus. Even if you're a Jew or a Gentile, even if you're from London or, or, or from Cyprus or from Sierra Leone, even if you like gymnastics or hate gymnastics, even if you're really hairy or have no hair, even if you're from Hove Park or from Packer, if you're funny or serious or、uh, rich or poor, anyone can be part of God's pick and mix church. Young, middle aged, old, really old, super old, anyone. By believing in Jesus. That's amazing that we can be part of God's church, right? And it should be amazing that other people can be part of God's church too. Yet, a really wise Christian, John Stott, said, tragic as it is, the church has never learned the truth of its own unity. He's basically saying, we don't always celebrate being so different all the time. And be honest, how many times have you walked into church and looked at someone and said, oh, they're a bit strange? Maybe the first time you met me. He's a bit strange. Next time that happens, maybe say to yourself, hey, maybe they think I'm a bit strange too. Isn't it amazing that we're so different? You're a part of one of the same church. I wonder what I can learn from them. Because how beautiful would it be if we were church families that celebrated the fact that anyone can be part of God's church? We'd have friends who are different ages from us. Our small groups and, and epic, the ark explorers would be packed full of God's pick and mix church. These services, all age services, would be so exciting to us as we celebrate with young and old. Wow. Wouldn't that be amazing? So next time you feel a bit uncomfortable, 
You walk into youth group, walk into church, and you look around, and everyone's different from you. They're different ages, uh, different stages of life, different um, um, beliefs and backgrounds. And that's not a reason to run away. That's a reason to stay. Because it shows that anyone can be part of God's church by believing in Jesus, who brings different people together and to God. And look at verse 18. Look what the church do. They praised God because of this. And we're going to do that in a song in a minute. But if you're here in the church, you can get those pick and mix sweets, share them round, eat all kinds of different, in your, in your own bubbles, share them round and eat all kinds of different sweets. And everyone you eat, remember, anyone, no matter how different, could be part of God's church by believing Jesus. And if you're at home, next time you eat sweets, remember that. Anyone could be part of God's church. <laughs> 